this game today. By any means. Let's get it, man. Let's go. Bring it up. Don't look at me crazy. It's time to go, baby. Win on three. Win on me. One, two, three. had a tough 24 not 24 hours but yeah about 24 hours all right let me break it down for you last night i went to the a's game correct they were playing the manor mariners got up to you know what actually let me bring that back further two nights ago these rumblings were coming out that aaron donald maybe the best defensive player in the league Second best behind Khalil Mack that he was going to get signed in the morning. It comes up. I wake up. I'm like, all right, maybe. It's it's a holdout. Let's see. I'm like, hopefully he does get signed because then we can sign Mack. The Raiders. I'm just putting you in my mindset of two days ago. This was, was my mindset. And I know we're just jumping into this, but um, yeah. So I was like, okay. Yeah, maybe he'll get signed. Hopefully he does. I wake up to the tune of Aaron Donald getting signed to a six-year contract worth $135 million. And that he got $87.5 million guaranteed. And I was like, wait. Wait, wait, what? Because if you remember, after Vaughn Miller single-handedly basically took that Broncos team to the Super Bowl about how dominant he was, you're like, oh, they have a great defense. Go look back at it. Their defense was very good, but he was the most disruptive player I've maybe ever seen of all time in the Super Bowl. And I hate Vaughn Miller because he's on the Broncos. Fantastic player. I don't like him, though. I don't like him. I don't like him as a, you know, as, as just a rival. 
probably one of the nicest people of all time in the media, but you know what I'm talking about. I just don't like him as a rival. Like how, you know, Lakers fans don't like Bird and all that good and all that good stuff. You're not supposed to like these other people. Um, Von Miller got signed after that for $70 million two years ago. So two football seasons ago, two off seasons ago, he got signed for $70 million guaranteed. In two years, the inflation went so far up that an interior defensive lineman, he could be the best player in the league, Aaron Donald. But for the best player of the league that year, Von Miller got extended for 70. It goes up $17.5 million. And I was like, holy hell. I was not sure if the Raiders could afford paying Mac. I don't know if Mark Davis could give him a, like a, the signing bonus of whatever, of $47.5 million that Aaron Donald got. But, because when you, when you sign a contract, from what I understand, right? There's $87 million guaranteed. The signing bonus, say it's $50 million. The owner has to... Sam Kroenke, the owner of the Rams, right? He got $50 million, put in an escrow escrow account, and he got sent to Aaron Donald. Okay? I was like, okay, are the Raiders even going to be able to do that? Because obviously the guy who goes second gets paid more. I believe they could do that. Obviously, it's going to be tough on Mark Davis because he's not Stan, Sam Kroenke. He doesn't have all that fucking money, but he's an NFL owner. You know what I'm talking about? Is the cash flow coming in hot? No. Could they still pay him over time? Maybe because he was at least going to get nine. You knew he was going to get at least, like a million dollars more. At least. So, I was like, oh... And that was the first you've you've heard me throughout this offseason talking about how I'm like, all right, Donald's gonna get it done, then Mac. I was thinking he was gonna get around twenty million dollars a year, maybe seventy five guaranteed. Eighty seven point five put the first put a put the first thing in my mind where I was like, Maybe 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 he's gone right now. Like, I'm not sure, but there's like a twenty five percent chance that he's done. That Gruden, Gruden, and they're, they're, I don't think Gruden's going to pay him. I truly don't. No, no, not, not, I truly don't, but I was like, the, the, now the discussion's up. If we get the best deal possible, we have to, we have to trade him. Two first rounders at least, and like a player, you know what I'm talking about? Give me something, you know? So I was like, maybe that happens. So it goes in the morning, the, it keeps on going. They don't sign Mac throughout the day, and I'm at the A's game, and then I, We'll just look up Khalil Mack on Twitter. I don't. I just looked up up on like Google, and then it shows you like popular on Twitter. And there's like 20 tweets from basically like Ian Rappaport, Schefter, Mike Freeman, all those good guys. And they're just like, we are expecting Khalil Mack to be traded before the cut deadline. And I would be surprised if he if he gets signed over be traded. Like if he gets if he gets signed, I'll be way more surprised than he's traded. So I'm just like, okay. I have to start dealing, and I wear I whatever sporting event I go to, I wear a Cleo Mac jersey, every one, because he's my guy. That's the best player the Raiders have had in the last thirty years. So I wait. I'm like, all right, maybe, maybe this is gonna happen. I'm hearing all these teams. 
and I'm just kind of holding out hope because you're you're like, all right, John Gruden understands the understands that he's the best player on this team. And then I wake up this morning, and my brother's like, "Did you hear about it?" And I was like, "What? They he's he got traded." And he's like, "Yeah, Max gone to the Bears." And I was like, "Oh no, what did they get?" And then they say two first rounders at least. So I'm thinking, all right, you just lost the best player we've had in the last 30 years. Most dominant, maybe. Who have we had in the last Charles when he was younger? I don't. I, you could say that, but I don't know. Um, man, yeah, I, I would say Max are best in the last 30. Um. So I'm thinking two, two first rounders. Maybe we get Roquan Smith or Leonard Floyd or fucking anybody. Give me Tariq Cohen. Give me their second wide receiver. Give me Allen Robinson. Give me anybody. We end up getting a third round pick and a fifth round pick giving up. We gave up. We got those back. And Right and for some ungodly reason, we throw in a second round pick and a conditional fifth round pick that could go up in value. This is Ryan Pace understanding Ryan Pace, who is the general manager of the Bears, understanding that I am on the phone with somebody right now who does not understand value at all. That he's willing to, oh, can you throw in a second-round pick above of Khalil Mack? Oh, you mean the best defensive player in the league right now? Yeah. Throw me a second-round pick, too. How they got a second-round pick is un, like, unbelievable. A 2020 second-round pick on top of Khalil Mack and a fifth. I'm going to get to the Bears side in a minute. I'm going I'm to get to the Bears side in a minute. It's for the Raiders. We uh, we bring in John Gruden, but I don't even know how to I don't even know how to view this because it's pretty obvious Reggie McKenzie does wanted wanted Reggie McKenzie wanted Mac on the team. Everybody's saying it. The one reporter I forget his fucking name. I think it's Mike something. All of them are named Mike these days. Um, said there's it's crystal clear that 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 Reggie Reggie wants to keep him. He's pay he'll pay twenty three point five million dollars for him because that's what he is. So they offered Mac ended up offering Mac I think at the end of the day a twenty million dollar contract, but they weren't willing to budge to twenty three point five. It's like dude, work rework the interior three. You can't. You don't think Osemele, Gabe Jackson, and Rodney Hudson would free up a little bit of money? Come on, dude. How they gave up another a second round pick on top of that. Ryan Pace, if you hear this, probably not fucking genius move. And I'm a Ryan Pace fan. I don't a lot of people don't like Ryan Pace because he took Trubisky. I viewed the Trubisky trade. Uh, no, the Trubisky pick at number one. Oh, who is our favorite quarterback in the draft right now? Mitchell Trubisky. We have the number one pick. Let's fucking take him. Okay? Okay, we're good. Okay, he he's his guy. He wants to take him. He take he took him. Maybe Watson Watson's better than him. All this stuff. Maybe Mahomes and all that stuff. Mm-mm. He just wanted Trubisky. That's his guy. That's his guy. 
He maybe he missed, but that's his guy. I like Ryan Pace. There's other stuff that he's done. I look at the defense that he's built. Look at the defense that he's built. Oh my lord. And then to make things worse, we did not just lose a second round pick and the best defensive player in the league, in my humble opinion. We trade a fifth round pick for AJ McCarron. I don't know if you've watched AJ McCarron in the last like in the last preseason game. Once the fourth stringers got in, he started completing passes. AJ McCarron was going to get cut if the Raiders didn't give him a fifth. He would be cut immediately. In the nine teams in front of him, the nine teams, because the Raiders have the 10th pick in the draft, so the nine teams in front of him who are above him on waiver claims, they, none, of, none of those guys were going to take him. Look at the team. None of them were going to take him. Every team at least has two guys that they're somewhat comfortable with. So you give a fifth-round pick for a guy who's going to get cut. And then about 45 minutes later, Guess who else gets cut? Martavius Bryant. Making the trade that the Raiders made during the draft one of the worst trades in NFL history value-wise. You you moved from 10 to 15. So the Raiders had the 10th pick. They go back to 15. They get a third-round pick and a fifth-round pick. By just that standard, you're like, wait, what the fuck? Wait, what? You move back five and you only get that value back. It's like, all right, that's a mistake. You saw what other teams got back later in the round and earlier in the round. The Bills and I believe the Ravens moved back a little bit. All these teams, they got got way more value. They got way more value back. What do you do with that third round pick you got? You gave it to a wide receiver. I'm a Martavius Bryant fan. I defended the trade for a little bit. For a little, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I, I kind of like the trade because all the signs were pointing that this would be his prove it year and that he wasn't gonna get suspended. But I remember reading John Middlecoff. Who I fucking I I like John Middlecoff a lot. A lot of Raiders fans don't like him. I think he just tells the truth and sees it as sees it as it is. These fucking. There's, there are fanboy Raiders fans who I'm kind of like it. They just defend every single move that the Raiders make. But um, but he even said value-wise, and he's someone who's worked in front offices for Howie Roseman and all these top-tier GMs. And he's like, trading a third-round pick, a top 100 pick in the NFL draft, for a wide receiver who is going to get cut, who's facing a suspension, a marijuana suspension, and is on a one-year contract, who has one-year contract left, is remarkably stupid. Like, it's moronic. It's like, wait, wait, wait. What the fuck did you just do? So, that, so basically, we moved for 10 to 15. 10 to 15. For literally just a fifth-round pick. That's it. That's it. I like Colton Miller. I do. I think he has good feet and all that good stuff. But is moving five spots back worth just a fifth? Come on. It's obvious that we have a 
guy right now in our front who's running the football team. I am a John Gruden fan as a coach. I think what he's what he's gonna do with Derek Carr this year is gonna prove it to us. Not prove, but we're gonna see if Derek Carr is an elite level quarterback or not. Because John Gruden, from what we know, is an elite level offensive coach, and I trust him as an as an offensive coach. I like the coaching staff he brought in. I think we're a much more professional team when it comes to the coaching staff itself. His guys he brought in, I like it way more than we had in the last couple of years. But when it comes to front office he's in, he's he's in another century he's he's living in the fucking 1980s he doesn't have a guy who's gonna check him obviously he does not respect reggie mckenzie and he does not respect mark davis's opinion this is his football team but you're not bill belichick duke come on and i love this is i this is like coming out of love this is my team Oh, man. Oh, jeez. There's no guy to check him, you know? Like, Bill Belichick, say what you want. Say what you want about him. He doesn't pay his guys, his defensive guys. He 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 never paid, like, he didn't pay Jamie Collins. He didn't pay Chandler Jones. He doesn't pay these elite-level talents. But what he gets back is value. Every single time he trades, he gets the value, appropriate value back, and he replaces those guys with players who are like, just literally, not even the players. He gets the appropriate value back for the player every single time. Tell me when he hasn't. Tell me when he hasn't. Yeah, exactly. Tell me, I, I, I can't think of anything. Oh, did he mess up the Coney Ely trade? Maybe, maybe. He thought Coney Ely was a fit, and then, yeah, maybe that that's the only thing that comes up to mind. But obviously, the Raiders need someone. John Gruden needs to get somebody into the front office that he can check, that gets to check him. We saw what happened with Chip Kelly once he got all all the rights to to control the roster and wasn't using Roseman. It's like, come on. But the Chicago Bears are getting the best player in the NFL. They are getting an elite-level pass rusher. And what that Chicago Bears team was missing for them to become an elite-level team, guess what it was? It was a pass rusher. Because from the safety positions, they kept all their corners. They kept all their guys. They're so young. I'm bringing up their roster currently right now. I know where they were signed all their corners. They have Amos on the on the back end. I think the, the other guy's name is Jackson. They have Trevathan, and they have Roquan Smith. I know they were lacking a pass rush. Yeah, so so uh, defensive backs, Prince Aku- uh, Muka Mara, who's a great player, um, Kendall, Fol- Kendall Fuller, Marcus Cooper, Shedrick, um, Sherrick McCannis, who they all kept. They kept all of them. All quality players for them last year. And then there's free safety, Eddie Jackson's a ball hawk. I like it. Go watch Eddie Jackson play. I don't know if you guys remember, he played for Alabama and he was a fucking stud safety. He's one of those guys on Alabama who ends up making like every single play, but he kind of gets lost in like behind all the front top tier players, Rokon Smiths and Ruben Fosters. So he ends up going like in the fourth round, but he ends up playing in the NFL for like 15 years. So Eddie Jackson, Adrian Amos is maybe the best safety in the league. 
Actually, that, that 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 that's a little high, but he's a quality player. He takes another half of the field away. And they can cover too. Omukamara, Fuller, and Cooper can cover. I'm not I haven't seen McMahon McManus play too much. I'm not gonna say I I, I read something about him. The guy on the Bill Simmons podcast today, I read a piece that he covered on the Bears, and um, he said that uh, Shedrick is Sherrick is a good player, and then at the linebacker position, right? They had they run that Vic Fangio three three five look, you know, with that three four standing outside linebacker. So in the middle, you had Trevathan and you had Roquan Smith. They had that re and then. Is is Sam uh, Sam Achu gonna play? The kid they drafted from Western Kentucky. Kentucky. They have Isaiah Irving. All those guys can move around. You know what they were questionable at was at, and then interior from that they had Akeem Hicks, who's a top tier player in the NFL. Eddie Goodman, Goldman, Jonathan Bullard. Who are all high, highly ranked players. All young. All 25, 26. Bullard's 25. Uh, no, so let me go down the roster. Bullard, 24. Goodman, 24. Akeem Hicks, 28. Trevathan, 28. Smith, 21. Leonard Floyd, 26. Amukamara, 29. Eddie Jackson, 23. Amos, 25. Fuller, 26. Cooper, 28. When you look at their ends, their stand-up ends in the system, it was Leonard Floyd and probably, and probably Aaron Lynch. It, that's not great pass rush. Let me add the best, most lethal pass rusher in the NFL and the, maybe the best run stopper in the world. Now this defense under Vic Fangio is fucking ridiculous. You know what? I give it up to them. That's a defense right there. You saw an opportunity to go get a superstar. A superstar. And you went and got him. That's it. That's it. And look at their I'm gonna get let's go through their team. Trubisky, I'm a fan of. I think under this new system with Matt Nagy, I think he can be is he limited? Yeah, but I think he can run this RPO system, whatever you want to call it. I know everybody's talking about RPOs and shit, but I think he can come in and make every single throw that he's asked to do, just like Jared Goff in the last couple of years. Um, well, last year. Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen are good running backs. Jordan Howard's a great running back, dude. Benny Cunningham is good out of the backfield. Tariq Cohen, oh, Jesus, can he run that Tyreek Hill in Matt Nagy's offense? Um and they improved a lot at the wide receiver position. Allen Robinson, when healthy, is a superstar. Anthony Miller in the second round out of Memphis is a good pickup. Taylor Gabriel is a good slot guy. It seems Kevin White is not too bad. Jo- uh, Joshua Bellamy is a good player. And then um, Trey Burton. What can you say about Trey Burton? I'm a big, I'm high on Trey Burton this year. He catches every single ball that he's thrown to him. Yeah, and their offensive line is getting better every single year. They're pretty solid, and they're pretty young up top. And this is a young football team that they can pay and that is going to be good. Trust me right here. This is a well-coached team. You have Matt Nagy, you have Helfrich, and you have Vic Fangio. Say what you want about Ryan Pace. Look at this roster. Look at the roster. 
What do you want from them? Literally. I see this and I see a great roster with Khalil Mack added on top of that. Come on now. All right. Um. All right. The. Uh, well, basically, what I'll say about Mack is, I I personally I'll close the door. I personally enjoyed watching him every single year. The guy that John Gruden is always talks about who he's looking for, a guy who plays hard every single play, is not a selfish guy, is not a team player, is a team player. He doesn't he doesn't take snaps off. He runs down the guy who's breaking away by himself on the field. The guy, you know, backside fifty yards downfield who wants to make him the tackle, all that good stuff. You had him in the building. You have the guy. You have that guy in the building and you ended up not signing him. And you ended up not signing him. That's what I'll say. The Bears are getting a fantastic football player. A walking Hall of Famer. And if Khalil Mack keeps on going, right? If he keeps on playing like he is in the next six years, he'll retire a Bear. And he's going to go into Hall of Fame enshrined a Bear. You had the chance of getting... You had the, We had the chance. We truly did have the chance. I don't even like saying we about the Raiders anymore. It's weird. This team, I told you, I told you guys from the start, I like the John Gruden pickup and everything, but it's, there was something, there's something odd about this year. Like, did John Gruden truly understand what he's doing? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Let's look at the Raiders roster real quick. It's such a big loss. And the thing is, I wouldn't be that angry if we didn't, we, we, the Raiders got fucked. Ryan Pace saw that he's dealing with a guy who's incompetent when it comes to being a GM. And I love John Gruden. And I like him a lot, man. But it's stupid. They finalized their roster. Let's look at it real quick. Um, and congratulations to Mac ended up getting $90 million guaranteed. Five years, 141. No, six years, 141, 23.5. It would have been a lot of money for the Raiders, but he's worth every single penny of it. Congratulations to him. Congratulations to Donald. But, um, yeah. So the Raiders, Derek Carr, A.J. McCarron. Um, running backs, you kept all five, all five of those guys. Chris Warren got put on the IR. But that's a, that Chris Warren got put on the IR, basically. They, they when, um, these running backs and stuff, these players that you want on the team but they don't have really a roster spot for, you'll put them on the IR and then he'll they'll still be in the building and stuff. He's probably doesn't really have a knee injury, but he's just there. Like he was running the last couple games. Chris Warren act I don't really think he got injured, but uh I didn't really watch the last game. Uh Marshawn Lynch, Doug Martin, Jalen Richard, Omari Cooper, Jordy Nelson, Seth Roberts, Dwayne Harris, Johnny Holton, Ke- Keon Hatcher is not a great group to be honest. Um, Jared Cook, obviously, Colton Miller, Osemele, Hudson, Gabe Jackson, Donald Penn. I don't under- I don't trust Donald Penn at right tackle. Defensive line. So you're gonna who's replacing? Man, you're that's you're replacing Cleo Mack with Tank Carradine. I guess. And I'm, I like Tank Carradine. I think Tank Carradine's a great backup. I think he's playing better than ever. But he's a, he's a backup. 
you're starting your rookie at defensive tackle. You're starting your rookie at uh, third down pass rusher at Arden Key. Mo Hurst is going to be playing a lot. Trayvon Hester made the team. Linebackers, Tahir Whitehead. Uh, Johnson Lemire made the team. Congratulations to him. Nicholas Morrow, Shalik Calhoun. Jesus Christ, Shalik Calhoun made this football team. Oh, my Lord. I will say the De- Raiders' defensive backs are better, probably better than they've ever had before. I don't like Eric Harris. Wow. Carl Joseph's not starting. Damn. That's crazy. You can see this. Just the... There's no Reggie guys on this team. There's. Let me read you how many players were on the team last year. Um, Derek Carr was on the team last year. Marshawn Lynch, Jalen Rashard, DeAndre Washington, three. Cooper... Seth Roberts, Holton, Hatcher, basically all of the offensive line, Lee Smith, Jared Cook. The defense is nobody. There's literally nobody on this team. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven of the nine. Twenty-seven players, twenty-six players on defense are new. Completely new. The punter's new. The kicker's new. The holder's new. Everybody's new. It'll be a different team. And I think if the Raiders don't start out hot, if the Raiders don't win their first couple of games, I think this team, I think this year can get real ugly real fast. Because if they start 1-3 and and they don't have a pass rush and all this shit kind of goes down... Then it's natural. I've been in locker rooms before. I've talked to people in big time locker rooms and stuff about how trades get affected. I understand. I've talked to people at top five, uh, power five conferences of how, like, losing one player, one guy who got cut off the team because of like weed issues or something that they could have used. It does. People talk. People talk. There's inner stuff. I think they have a good leadership. Bruce Irving has to step up and all this good stuff. But um, let's see. I think it get real ugly, real fucking fast if things don't go right, man. All right. Um. So there was a. I think there's about like ten teams left on this. You know, I was gonna go through every single team on the um on my previews, but uh, I think I'm just gonna finish it up today and just give you my um overall take on each on each team um i just want to go down the list of every single one of these teams before the season starts because starting next week just like last year i just want to go through each week's games the highlights and stuff so um you know weekly previews maybe do some sports betting huh huh um yeah let's let's like let's look at all the teams we have not done yet let me so let me press pause real quick. all right I'm back. Um, dude, every single ha- I can't believe I you let a superstar get away, man. When does a superstar ever hit a market like a Luke Keekley, Aaron Donald, Obel, Odell Beck- Beckham Jr.? Like Chandler Jones is a very, very high level player, but none of the like elite, 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 elite level superstars. Like best player, I cha- I could say Chandler Jones, but that's Bill Belichick. You expect him to lose every single player. Um, so. Going down each one of these teams, initial 
God, all right, I need to close this NFL whenever tab. It's just Raiders, everything. Um, all right, the Philadelphia Eagles. So the biggest thing with them right now is that they have these quote-unquote offensive struggles. I would not be worried right now. You lost Filippo, and then you lost Frank Reich. So with, um, I think his name is like Mike Groh or something, Mike G-R-O-I, G-R-O-H. He's their new offensive coordinator. It's going to take a little bit. Obviously, you still have a backup quarterback playing in Nick, Nick Foles. He's a Super Bowl MVP, but he is technically a backup. It's going to take a little bit for everything to start clicking again. Do you remember with like Mike, Mike Kyle Shanahan and Matt Ryan? It, it takes a little bit in the once you start unveiling everything. All the, it takes it takes time once you have a new offensive coordinator. Um, the system's mainly staying the same from everything I'm reading, but it, it does take time. New play caller, new voice in your head. It's not Frank Reich and uh, Flip. It's just it takes a little bit of time. They're going to run behind their offensive line and JJ and just trust it. Um, is Jason Peters even back? So their biggest their biggest concern is Vitae at left tackle if, if Peters isn't playing. Um, let me look up if Jason Peters is um, Peters is he playing? Jason, Jason, is Jason Peters playing? Can go out on his own time. It seems that Jason Peters will be playing. It doesn't say questionable for week one. Um, I still like their offensive. I like their. I like their offensive core. JJ, Alshon Jeffrey. I think he might be hurt. I think for week one, Nelson Aguilar seems to be a better player. Mike Wallace they got to replace Torrey Smith, Matt Collins, and Sheldon Gibson. Um, Zach Ertz is a great player. Their offensive line's good. Lane Johnson, Brooks, Kelsey, Wisniewski, and Peters. If Vitae plays, then they might have a problem. They might have a big problem at left tackle. And then their defense. Their defense is dominant. You bring in Michael Bennett. Um, you add him into the mix. You, you draft John Sweat. Uh, I think one of their guys might be suspended for a little. Yeah, Nigel Bradham was suspended for a game. Everything seems to be exactly the same. Their team's exactly the same. Just don't don't mess just don't mess with it. You don't need to fix what's broken. I think this team is still a dominant team. Um the one concern I do have well not really a concern. It's the NFC East is fucking good. I think one of these teams in the NFC East is gonna end up like like a four and twelve team. And it can be any one of these teams. I think it's gonna be the Cowboys, but um yeah. I like the Reds going on to the Redskins, um, Obviously, big change with Alex Smith, the uh, Kirk Cousins, but you're getting a, you still have a solid quarterback and kind of similar to Kirk Cousins, a little more proven actually, if you think about it, as in what you're getting with Alex Smith. Um, man, oh shit, Jarek McKinnon's out for the whole year. That's fucking huge. Damn, that's huge. Damn. All right, I'm going to get more information on that and then cover that on Monday. But um, going in with the Redskins, I just see this team. They're kind of a middle-of-the-pack offense. I'm, I'm going to end up, I think we're I think we're going to get out of them. Just a middle-of-the-pack offense. Alex Smith is a quality quarterback. Your running back situation, Peterson, P. Ryan, and then Thompson coming out of the backfield is uh, lethal. Wide receivers, not anybody's really... Dominant. Jameson Crowder is a great player when he's healthy. And Paul Richardson, you got from Seattle, who's a quality player. Cam Sims, I, I like Cam Sims a lot. Um, 
He was so good at Alabama. Um, John Doxson, can he step up and be a dominant player? You're already 25 years old. Been in the league for a bit. Um, when did he get drafted? He went to TCU. 2016. Yeah, but Doxson seemed to step up a little. You have Vernon Davis, Jordan. Why is this like this? One second. You hear that right there? Let me fix that. Sorry, it was a cord that was all tangled up. Um, yeah, their offensive line, they're not really problems. They brought everybody back. They have first-round picks all over their offensive line. Their defense, I think their defense just kind of talks too much. Um, it's just a tough division right here. I like their cornerbacks a lot. Josh Norman and Quentin Dunbar, Swearinger. I don't like Swearinger at all. I think he get picked on. Um, yeah, it's just going to be a tough division for them. I don't know. It seems like a confusing team right there. Um, middle of the pack, I, I can see them repeating at 7-9 and nine or 9-7. Nine and seven. I think the Giants and Eagles are just going to beat up on this division and beat each other up. Obviously, the NFC North, you have that. I kind of covered the Chicago Bears and how good their roster is. The Detroit Lions, I don't know. Well, what are you going to get out of the Lions this year? Matt, um, Matt Patricia, is, do we, does he know what he's doing with his team? Like as in, like the same with John Gruden, is he that proven? Like his defense kind of sucked for a while at the end of, with New England, but I want to see him as a head coach. See if Matthew Stafford he finally has a running game. Um, I think their defense is going to be solid. I like their young linebackers. Um, it's again tough division here because you got the Minnesota Vikings, who they're a Super Bowl team. They're su- and they I just added Kirk Cousins and basically they added Dalvin Cook. To that team you had at the against the Eagles and against the um, against the Saints and Eagles at the end of the year, you add Kirk Cousins and you add Dalvin Cook to that team. Now what are we playing with? And you add George Ioka, Ioka. All right, it's a quality football team, and Laquan Treadwell seems to be playing better. Um, the Green Bay Packers, you extend. I don't know about this fucking Packers team, dude. I wanted them to get Mac, to be honest. If we, they were, if if you could go anywhere, because you have the best quarterback in the NFL. You do. It's not. It's close for some reason, but you have the best quarterback in the NFL. When healthy, Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the NFL, and it's not. It's not that close. For me, it's Rodgers, Brady, and Wilson. I love myself, Russell Wilson. Um. They bring in Mo, Mo Wilkerson. You draft uh, Owen Burks. <sighs> Not Owen Burks. Oren Burks. Uh, you lose Joe Thomas. Are they going to finally... <sighs> Man. I like what they... All right. So my biggest problem with this Packers team in the last couple of years has been their secondary. You address it last year, kind of, by getting Josh Jones. Josh Jones played well last year. Quentin Rollins has never really panned out. That second-round pick out of Miami of Ohio. But I like that they finally kind of addressed their defensive backfield, their cornerbacks. Jair Alexander out of Louisville is a great player. Tremont Williams is a good player that they just got out of um, from Arizona. Older, he is 35 years old. But for him to kind of be the mentor of Jair Williams and Josh Jackson, who he got in the second round out of Iowa, who I actually like better than Jair Alexander, to be honest. Jair Alexander starting, but 
Um, I think in time they're both going to be good players. You have Kevin King and you have Devon House. So you have a lot of cornerbacks right there. Um, if this defense can show up, I think the Packers are going to win the Super Bowl. I know that's like a easy thing to say and all that good shit, but if this team shows up, this team wins the Super Bowl. You have the best quarterback in the league. We saw the one year where he had a dominant defense. He won the Super Bowl. They never have a dominant defense. If this defense can be even remotely well, I think this team won this 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 one this team walks into the Super Bowl. Um the NFC South. Last division. The Bucks, I think the Bucks are going to be a train wreck. I don't see anything good. I think they have a lot of talent. I think they're a lot of frontline talent. I think they're a good football team. But I think they have the one of the worst coaching stacks, staffs in the league. I, I'd rather have a Hugh Jackson than fucking Dirk Cutter. The New Orleans Saints, the Carolina Panthers, and the Falcons. I think they end up like they did last year because you had a log. You always have a logjam at the top of this division, like last year, eleven and five, eleven and five, ten and six. I think the same thing is going to happen. Two of these teams are going to make the wild card. Because I think the NFC North, yeah, I don't think two teams are going to come out of the North. I truly don't. I think the NFC South is too good. I think, oh, that's actually tough to say. Because, I don't know, dude. But, all right, this is my prediction. I think two teams are going to come out of the NFC South. Because there's going to be four. Let me just look through these two. Oh, my God. That's so confusing because they're so good. This NFC is fucking stacked. Um, I think all three of these teams are kind of similar. The Falcons, Panthers, and Saints. Great offenses. Let's see what they got on defense. Panthers, obviously, probably has the best defense of the group. The Saints' defense played better. Seems to play a little better. More middle of the pack than the last couple of years. You've always been like 30th and 32nd, but last year, 15th in pass defense, 16th in rush defense. That's not that bad. The The Panthers were a little bit 18th in pass, 13 in rush, and the Falcons kind of top tier, 12 and 9. So you have three solid defenses. They're just going to beat up on each other, dude. And they kind of always beat up each on each other, this NFC South, and they just sweep outside of the division. I think both of these teams, all right, NFC, I got the Giants coming out of the East. I have the Packers coming out of the North. I have the I have the I have the Panthers winning the division, and then the Saints and Falcons as of two wild cards. And I think the Rams win the um, and I think the Rams win the West. And I think the Packers go on and win the Super Bowl. Out of the set, out of the East, as these teams have shaken out, obviously the Patriots out of the East. I think the um. I think the Ravens end up winning the North. I don't like the Steelers at all this year. I think they're kind of weird. Um, the AFC South, I think the um, Indianapolis Colts will come out of the AFC South because they have the best quarterback in the division. I mean, Andrew Luck, fucking homer. <laughs> um, the Tennessee Titans look good, though. Um, and then out of the West, I don't see how this Los Angeles Chargers... I think this Los Angeles Chargers team comes out of it this year. They're they're the they're the most talented team in the division, front front to back. Even with their injuries, they're they're so fucking talented. And who who makes it to the Super Bowl? I don't. 
I don't see how the Patriots don't make it to the Super Bowl again. I don't see it. What what team uh out of these what teams can beat the Patriots? I don't know. I think the Texans were sneaky though. If the Texans can get up in with the with the Patriots, I think they can outscore them. That's what scares me about them. That's what scares me about the Packers. Because you have to score to beat Aaron Rodgers. When Aaron Rodgers is on the other sideline, you understand that you have to score at least like 30 points to beat him. So, yeah. So my Super Bowl picks, Packers are the over Patriots. I know that's like a sexy pick. Who I want to win, Raiders. But they're not winning this year. Why fucking you don't trade Khalil Mack and win the Super Bowl? What is this? But again, if they're 4-0 by week 4, they're the greatest team of all time. That's what I'll be saying. All right. Can I give you enough? I gave you a sweet intro music. Uh, I need something to calm me down. Boom, boom, boom. All right, guys. I will talk to you Monday. All right, bye. Mwah. Just bones fall and rising like a million times A million mornings waking to you in this light yeah. And everything lies asleep in these streets But the sun's rising and it can redeem you and me Don't you wanna feel something Loving you, but I need to live my own truth. I wanna feel it all brand new. I found a little something from the sun.